This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. How are you going? My name's Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time, a show where we are counting down five very interesting news stories from around the world. Today, we're going to visit a pop star parrot and get silly with science. What do you think? Are you ready to get started? Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Me? I've never been readier. Okay, take it away. Story number five. Welcome to the West Australian outback. This red rocky land is home to kangaroos, emus, a lot of flies, and some of the biggest craters in the world. A crater is a big bowl-shaped hole in the ground. It kind of looks like a gigantic spoon came down from the sky and took a big spoonful of earth away. But that's not how they're made. Craters are caused by meteorites. A big firework. A really big rock that goes on Earth. A big rock falls out of outer space and this comes from outer space. A meteor is something that goes past Earth. But a meteorite is something that crushes into Earth. Spot on! A meteor is a space rock. And a meteorite is a space rock that's made it through the atmosphere and landed right here on Earth. In Western Australia, a new crater has just been found. It's about five kilometres wide, and that means the meteorite that made it, it would have been really, really big. As big as the crater. Two hundred metres bigger than Nan and Pop's house. OK, maybe not that big. The scientists who are studying this meteorite, they're called geologists. They think that it would have been the length of two Olympic swimming pools. That is a big rock. People find creatures because it's so big. This one was actually discovered by accident by people who were digging for gold. They found this crater buried underground. So when I say it's a new crater, what I mean is it's a newly discovered crater. It's actually been buried beneath the earth for more than 100 million years. Imagine all the other weird and wonderful things that must be hiding down deep under our feet. Okay, explorers, now it's time to dig our way over to... Story number four. On Sunday, the 11th of October, it was the International Day of the Girl. Oh yeah, there's a date that we celebrate girls. Girls! It's a special day for girls and young women, and it's all about making sure they get to be whoever they want to be. Do boys get to come too to celebrate? Yeah, absolutely. A big part of supporting girls is making sure they get the chance to go to school. It might sound normal to go to school here in Australia, but in lots of places around the world, girls don't actually get the chance to go. And that's not very fair. I think it's good to make the world a fair place because then everyone gets the freedom to do whatever they want. So everyone gets to play! Being able to get an education is a big part of that freedom. It means that when you grow up, you have lots of choices. And more choices means being able to do what makes you happy. I love going to school. We learn about numbers, 
We learn about letters. A, B, C, D, E, F, D. International Day of the Girl is about making sure that all girls, no matter where they're from, can go to school and have a safe and healthy life. Because we know that when they get the chance, girls can change the world. Because then we'll be free to do things that we want. What would you like to do when you grow up? I want to be a baker. Mmm, cupcake. Right now I want to be a babysitter, a police officer and an artist. Oh, and I've also thought about being a teacher. I can't choose anything because I want to be everything. Ah, I know the feeling. Okay, clever cookies, time to move along to... Story number three. Have you heard of the Nobel Prize? The Nobel Prize is for a place that has absolutely no bells. Ah, good one. No, the Nobel Prize is an award that's given to people who've done amazing work in science or writing or helping create world peace. Now that you know that... What do you think the Ig Nobel Prize is? Um, I never heard of that, so I can't think what it is. The Ig Nobel Prize gives awards to people who create weird and wacky science stuff that makes people laugh and also makes them think. Like a dog? One Ig Nobel winner invented a dog translating device. Someone else made a live frog float using magnets. Another winner discovered that knives made out of frozen poo, mm, they don't work very well. Gross. I reckon I could have told you that one. And last year, a scientist won for inventing a nappy-changing machine. I think it's a robot that has arms and it's poo-proof. Boop. Finished. Sounds pretty clever to me. Do you have any ideas for Ig Nobel inventions? A rocket chair. The house car. I would press a button and then it still looks small on the outside, but on the inside there's a little toilet, a little bed, a little kitchen, everything you need for for a little mini house. It could be me taking off the whole couch into space and putting it on the moon so we can live on the moon. My machine would be like um, a tap cheat machine. I'm just going to make some tap cheats. Woohoo! The Igno Bell is all about celebrating strangeness and getting people interested in science and technology and, of course, having a bit of a laugh along the way. OK, inventors, what story are we up to now? Story number one. No, two. Do, do, do. We're talking about another prize now, the Archibald Prize. It's the biggest competition for portrait painting in Australia. Artists can enter the prize by painting somebody who's done something important or special. A portrait is a picture of someone. I would paint my little sister. Emerson, because she's my best friend. Oh, that's very nice of you. This year, a man from APY lands and Western Aranda named Vincent Namatjira won the Archibald Prize for his painting of Adam Goods. Adam Goods is an Aussie rules footy champion and an Indigenous leader. I can see red, I can see 
blood, I see the yellow, and there's a man pointing at his tummy. I see two men holding hands and a man pointing with a flag. Vincent's portrait shows an important moment. It's a day when Adam Goods stood up against racism and showed the world that he is a proud Aboriginal man. The painting is called Stand Strong for Who You Are. That's great. Yeah, because that's the kind thing. This year is the first time in nearly a hundred years that an Aboriginal artist has won the Archibald Prize. Vincent says he's really proud. And he said thank you to all of the Indigenous painters who've come before him. That's a good one. Uh, I'll feel great. I think he felt proud, very, very proud. Good job, Vincent. And just like that, we're up to our very last story. Story number one. I love getting up early in the morning. It's the best time to listen to the birds singing. Every bird has its own special song. One of my favourites, the kookaburra. It goes laughing. (laughs) And how about a magpie or a crow? (laughs) Even chickens have their own little clucky tune. Now let me tell you about a bird who loves to sing. His name is Chico, and he's a yellow-crowned Amazon parrot who lives at the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in the United Kingdom. Not very long ago, Chico seems to have got a song stuck in his head. This song wasn't a bird song, though. It was a song by the singer Beyonce. Whoa! The parrot copy her. Yep. Parrots like Chico are really good at copying sounds. It's called mimicking. In the wild, almost all parrots live in big groups called flocks, and they learn the calls made by their family and other birds in their flock to communicate with each other. Pretty clever, right? If a bird needs to talk to another bird and the bird talks back, the other bird needs to know which bird is talking. That's right. So when parrots like Chico live in zoos or at wildlife centres, they learn to mimic human sounds. I guess Chico must have heard Beyonce singing on the radio. All right, songbirds, we have reached the end of our countdown. That's my cue to head out and find some fresh new stories for next week's show. Thank you so much for all your help. Oh, and remember when we were chatting about International Day of the Girl just then? Well, my friend Eliza is here to tell you about another podcast called Fierce Girls. It has some stories coming up about amazing Aussie women. As for me, I'll catch you next week. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. See ya. Bye, Ruby. Ciao for now. If wild stories are your thing, you should check out Fierce Girls, a podcast all about bold, brave Australian girls doing excellent things like winning gold in two sports, diving off super-duper high cliffs into the ocean or teaching kids in the outback. Find Fierce Girls on the ABC Listen app. Ask your smart speaker wherever you get your podcasts.